This is an independently produced women-owned show. All of our content, editing, distribution, and promotion is done by the three people you hear on the podcast each week. And all of it is paid for out of our own pockets because it's important to us. But now you can help us keep the lights on by making a small contribution to support our efforts. For the price of one or two cups of coffee a month, you can help us produce over 40 episodes a year, plus year-round content in our weekly newsletter and our social media community. And remember how your mom got a free VHS tape of Peter, Paul, and Mary when she became a supporter of PBS? You, too, will get special thank you gifts when you support the PCPS. From blooper reels and after-the-episode discussions to raw, uncut video footage of our recording sessions. We appreciate your support, and we want to show it by sending these perks your way. You can become a supporter by going to poppreservationist.com and clicking on the Patreon link. Or go to our link in bio on Instagram and find the Patreon link in our link tree. And thank you from the bottom of our bell-bottomed hearts. When our roller skating episode, Roller Boogie and Me, was released back in our first season, I got a text from a friend in all caps saying, Why didn't you call me? (laughs) Because apparently this friend that I had known for 35 years had an alter ego. She was the queen of the roller rink, and I didn't even know. That friend is a woman named Anne Greenwood Brown. Some of you may know her by her pen name, A.S. Green, because she is the prolific author of paranormal romance novels about shapeshifters and werewolves and sexy leading men with Scottish brogues. If you like books with naughty parts, you've likely come across her books in your book spaces. Um, Maybe when you Googled like naughty Scottish werewolf or something like that. So anyway, Anne, welcome to the Pop Culture Preservation Society. (laughs) What an intro. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. We're happy to have you. Okay, so your relationship with the roller rink circa like 1979 was very... Clark Kent slash Bosom Buddies, as if you had another identity. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, well, the reason why that text came up as I listened to the episode, and I was so taken by the fact that you were all talking about how awkward you felt at the roller rink and how, you know, you you had your cool school life, and then you were fumbling around at the roller rink. And I had just the absolute opposite experience. And so that's why I thought the episode was so funny. Um, So... I was nerdy, like super nerdy. Um, you know, I, 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 you know, just classic and, you know, and the good girl and the good student and, you know, not the person that you'd want to invite to your party once you got to be really cool in junior high. Um, you were the smarty. I was a smarty goody two shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Goody two shoes mm-hmm. would be the, what people would have called me. So but as you know, back in the day, the roller rink was where it was all going down mm-hmm. and, Every school field trip, every birthday party was at the roller rink. Um, And I figured out that how much it cost every time I went to rent roller skates. And I saw how cool all the cool kids had their own roller skates. So I went to my parents with a pitch that they would actually (laughs) save money if they bought me my own roller skates. So they did. They got me a used pair, but they were mine, size fours. (laughs) Um, and I got a bunch of pom-poms for the, I don't know if you remember. Oh, not just one set. You got a bunch. Oh, I had eight pom-poms on each foot. 
Eight? Did you just yeah. say eight? Yeah. And then you twist them. I think that's, oh I think that's right. Either that was eight total, mm-hmm. but there were a lot. Like the pom-pom bouquet was bigger <laughs> than the skate itself. <laughs> but what this signaled to everybody at the roller rink was that I knew what I was doing because you didn't get your yes, own skates does. and have pom-poms unless you knew how to skate. And I could mm-hmm. skate. Um, I could skate backwards, which was, you know, as you know, I can't, couldn't, never well, could. Yeah. So mm-hmm. but it, it, what that signaled is that you were a good snowball partner because yes. you could skate backwards. And so all of a sudden, when everyone, when all the girls went on one side of the rink and all the boys went on the other to wait for the snowball to begin, mm-hmm. I had been seen in my own skates with my eight pom-poms and every boy in that rink knew that I was the girl to get and they were, you were going to make them look good. Oh yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that, I mean, I mean, honestly, just skating backwards made you look good. So, <laughs> um, I was cool. I was so cool at the roller just, rink and, and then I'd go back to school. Rink. Yep. And then I go back to school and I was goody two shoes again. But the thing that I thought was so funny was, you know, how quickly your feet grow when you're 10 years old. Yeah. And I knew I was not going to be able to pitch another pair of roller skates because by the oh, time no. I was in sixth grade, we weren't going into every birthday party wasn't at the roller rink anymore. Mm-hmm. So the, the, the pitch was gone for my parents. So <laughs> seeing that, that my, my life as a roller skating diva was soon to come to an end, I squeezed my then size feet, five feet <laughs> into my size four roller skates <laughs> <laughs> for a whole nother year. Your social um, <laughs> capital depended on it. My social capital depended on those you have bunions skates. now because of it. It's true. So anyway, that, that was it. That, that is the glorious story of my, uh, about 22 months of coolness. Oh, that's very specific. You're cool for 22 months at the roller rink, at the roller no, rink. no crossover to school. No. And Unless then- the skates came off, you weren't cool anymore. No, no. Oh, and did you get any action at the roller rink? If you were cool and they were, you were a snowball partner. Yeah. So people knew that. Did you get action? Well, by action, you meaning like, um, I had, you know, a boy's hands on my waist. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) There was no, but it didn't like not off the rink. Once you got onto the carpet, like nobody came with you or anything. Also leads up to my, like, you know how you had those stories as a kid where you thought you were so cool, but in retrospect, you're so mortified yeah. by your bad behavior. Um, so <laughs> I'm still embarrassed to talk about this. Um, okay. so my, my, well, this is so mean. Um, my mom was, I think is, is either my birthday party or she was helping chaperone a birthday party. My, my mom was there as well, which makes okay. it worse because she overheard this, but I was okay. super cool and I'm skating around the rink and this boy comes up to me and he's probably 10 and I'm 10 and he says what's your name and I said wouldn't you like to know oh burn <laughs> I know I was I was my I had gotten too big for my britches at that point yeah. and my mother overheard this how she was skating behind me I don't know but anyway she overheard this and I I got uh shoot out pretty bad you don't know how all that little boy worked up his nerve to come talk to you and anyway 
Okay, yeah. you're breaking my heart right now because I, I was really impressed with your with your gonads on that one, and then yeah. your mom just well, shut it's me like down. A, it's like a Greek tragedy, you know, you're like you get yeah. built up, built up, built up, and then there's the fall. So, <laughs> <laughs> and that's all part of the roller rink drama, and we talk about that in this episode that there was real drama that mm-hmm. happened there because our social lives were like uh, were turned up to eleven. Right. Oh yeah. Totally. I mean, like that was. 44 years ago and I can still feel the shame of that moment oh god well I think I think Anne is the very definition of this week's title roller boogie and me Annie thank you so much for sharing your story with us can you tell us how to find your books um well a A s green books will probably get on any platform on Mm -hmm. my website amazon book bob goodreads so just put in A.S. Green and people will be able to AS, find all the naughty AS parts. A.S. Green. A.S. <laughs> Green mm-hmm. books. Yeah. They're not naughty. They're romantic. They're lovely. They're <laughs> naughty in the best way possible. That's in right. In a way that everybody needs. They'll make you feel alive. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And please enjoy this encore episode of Roller Boogie and Me. It was a parent-sanctioned place, basically, mm-hmm. where we could hang mm-hmm. out. They would drop us off at, like, age 10. And mm-hmm. leave us all day long. So the roller rink to me is also equated a lot with just like a feeling of independence and coolness. Right. It was kind of Lord of the Flies a little bit. Yeah. It was basically like our parents were dropping us off at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, how is it any different? Hello world, there's a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. A whole lot of love is what we'll be bringing. We'll make you happy. Welcome to the Pop Culture Preservation Society, the podcast for people born in the big wheel generation who begged to skip Saturday Night Mass so they could catch the end of that Starsky and Hutch two-parter. We believe our Gen X childhoods gave us unforgettable songs, stories, characters, and images. And if we don't talk about them, they'll disappear, like Marshall, Will, and Holly on a routine expedition. And today, we'll be saving that circular path to Nirvana the roller rink. I'm Carolyn. I'm Kristen. And I'm Michelle. And we are your pop culture preservationists. If a glow-in-the-dark mini golf course and a nightclub had a baby, its name would be Roller Rink. Could be one of the truest statements ever made about my childhood. Sidney Brown, who wrote that truism, must be exactly my age. Someone who coasted into adolescence on eight wheels and a prayer, gliding around each curve, holding on for dear life, propelled by the sweet sounds of a disco beat. Everything about the roller rink made me feel like I was living my best life. Best life. Totally best life. Yeah. Totally. But I was realizing if I had to think of a physical place that kind of summed up my coming of age, it would be the roller rink. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, I started going, I think the first time I ever went was with my brownie troop on a field trip Blue or Birds. whatever. Yes, my yes. Bluebirds troop. So That's the first scouting, time I ever roller skated. And that was probably like third grade, second grade, you know, somewhere in there. And then kind of graduating up with Girl Scouts again. And when you're a junior, you can earn your scouting or your skating badge. So that was always a fun, again, field trip. And I even think we had lessons one time to learn how to skate backwards and do some fun things through Scouts. And then maybe because my mom felt so comfortable with the fact that I'd become acquainted with the rink through Scouts, that was the first place I was ever dropped off 
by myself right. without adult supervision, mm-hmm. you know, with a $10 bill probably, right. and then just on my own. And then there were boys. <laughs> and <laughs> music. <laughs> yes. And music. And f- my first physical contact with a boy would have oh, been Carolyn. at the roller oh, rink. Tell us. Oh, tell Hubba, hubba. What is happening? Go. I yes. wrote that down too, though. I wrote that... Um, First of all, the roller rink, exactly. It's the place. If I have to think on my childhood and think of, you know, what was the hangout? You know, when you're a teenager, it's one thing. But your childhood, the roller rink is where everything happened. That was where, that was where, you know, oh, who's skating with who? And, you know, it was all the drama. It was all the the excitement. And you're right, Carolyn. I also... I also had thought about that. It was a parent-sanctioned place, basically, mm-hmm. where we could hang mm-hmm. out. They would drop us off at like age 10 and mm-hmm. leave us all day long. So the roller rink to me is also equated a lot with just like a feeling of independence and coolness. Right. It was kind of Lord of the Flies a little bit. Yeah. It was basically like our parents were <laughs> dropping us off at the bar. <laughs> I mean, seriously, how is it any different? Like the bar that I went to in 1988, I was there for the same exact reason. Right. It was the same exact vibe. But truthfully, I think the bar that I went to in 1988, I was just chasing the roller skating vibe. Yeah. Because the music in 1978 was way better than in 1988. And I'm always <laughs> chasing. Okay, I'm doing some moves right now. Mm-hmm. Nobody can see me. I'm chasing on. the groove. Yeah, totally. And instead of ordering. And 1988 didn't have the same groove. Instead of ordering a sex on the beach, you'd go up to the snack bar. Did you guys order a graveyard? Yes. That was the cool thing at our skating rink. And they would do every soda. Like they would go through every oh, type. Oh, we called that a suicide. Okay, so a suicide. We called it oh, yeah. a graveyard. Mm-hmm. So instead of a six on the beach, would be so cool being like, <laughs> give me another graveyard. <laughs> Put a little extra grape soda in it right. today. More grape. Yeah. More That's grape, please. Right. Okay, well, my home have- rink, my home rink was um, Cheapskate. My home rink. And my home rink was Cheapskate in Coon Rapids, Minnesota, and I promise you there is a campaign ongoing right now to change the name of that town, um, and I really hope it works. And what I've just learned is that Cheapskate is one of the only rinks left in the entire state of Minnesota. Like, my oh, home wow. rink is one of the well, only well, ones why left. Are, why Did, haven't we been there yet? I And I haven't been there since oh, I left that well, place. that's so, about well, that that's a field trip. <laughs> I think we have a field trip coming up. Do you remember oh, the name of your home rink? Well, no, because I moved around all the time. That's not fair. Do you remember any of no. the names? mm I remember oh, one, but it good. was not. It was not cute. It was just. The, it was the Dairy Ashford Roller Rink. It was the <laughs> oh, road that's it was boring. on. Yeah. I know. Like Mike's was. I mean, Cheapskate. I think wins the day. But Mike's, my husband's, was the Skating Place. Oh, like no G. You yeah, gotta no. have the apostrophe. Yeah. The Skating right. Place. And then I think I learned to skate at Great Skate. I feel like it was my, ours was something like that, and the one I'm going to remember the most. Was maybe I don't know. I I remember skating at a lot of different <laughs> rinks because I remember um, the big thing was classroom skating parties. Obviously, birthday yes, like parties that year, was a deal. Right. Well, we had mm-hmm. no. We had them more than just at the end of the year. It was like a. I think it was either in fourth or fifth grade. We had skating parties throughout the year, like maybe one a semester or something like that, and it was a really big deal. And I think you had to like. It's the biggest day of your life. There was at that, something at that point. Oh, it's the biggest day yeah. of your life. You didn't want to miss the the school skating no. party because there was something so I don't know, just otherworldly about seeing your like our teachers would go. So to see <gasps> your teachers in skates, skates and especially all, the men, yeah, and the all men the kids. <laughs> no, we loved like I in fourth grade for for like six months of fourth grade. Um, 
I went to it. No, probably for like eight months of fourth grade. I went to a school in Tempe, Arizona. I don't remember the name of the school, but my teacher was so nice. Her name was Miss, Miss Toth, T-O-T-H, very young. And she had super long, straight brown hair parted in the middle. You know, there's a very like late Crystal 70s. Gale hair. Yes, mm-hmm. like Crystal Gale hair. And she wore, um, she wore like wrap skirts, you know, that kind of came oh, like midi length. Like anyway, mm-hmm. the best was that Miss Toth, her, and I think her first name was Colleen. Like I loved her, you guys. <laughs> And also I was a new kid and I'd been a new kid a lot. And when I came in around Thanksgiving time, she could not have been sweeter to me. I think I told you guys Aww. once that like my second or third day of school, I threw up the um, the Thanksgiving <laughs> school lunch in the in the library oh, and I was a new girl. That's and Miss Toth was the best though. She made me feel really good. Anyway, one of the first um, skating parties that I went to with that, I remember I didn't have a lot of friends yet, but I went to the skating party and skating to YMCA. Watching Miss Toth do the arm motions, and we she all skated it. around her, and she'd grab our hands if you were skating right next to her. And there was nothing like that, like, there was nothing like that to be the new girl Ms. and to have Miss Toth grab your hand, oh, and then all that's of us That's teacher of the year yeah. right there. Yeah. So oh, that yeah. is that's a huge skating memory for me. That's huge. Oh, that is special. I love that. If anyone knows Miss Toth, yeah. let's find Miss Toth. Toth. Mm-hmm. I remember I just wanted, I wanted so badly to bust a move. I wanted to like shake it hard, but I was limited by my mediocre skating skills. Like I was like, be careful. Don't fall down. Here comes a corner. Be careful. I was like, I was like a cat trying to find my way out of the sack. Right. Because you want to do this, but you have to be very. Oh, we are so going to cheapskate. I've got to see this. I know. Right. I know. I'll bring my helmet. I'll bring my helmet. And elbow pads and knee pads and And there was carpet everywhere. Do you oh, remember yes. that? Like God. there carpet on Praise the walls, the carpet. carpet on the on the little half wall and the opening. Do, and there was this sweet relief when you would go from the rink and you'd find the opening and your feet would hit the carpet because it was just a little safer. No, I was no, <laughs> I was gonna tell you no, see, I was a pretty good skater, but I was gonna say I remember that feeling. Um and I wonder if anybody listening remembers this too. You'd be going really fast and you'd have to exit the rink. Maybe there's a game that's mm-hmm. being started. And when you mm-hmm. would move from rink to carpet, you would like come to an abrupt halt and you would kind of do that little skip step every time when, yes, when see, your I wasn't skates going that went fast. from rink to carpet. <laughs> and you would kind of trip a little bit and you'd be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, there's and like stutter do that step. Stutter there's a little stutter step. step. Yeah. And then you'd yeah. have to really make your skates move on the carpet. Like it was a lot of effort. Ugh. And then you'd get to the mm. bathroom, yeah. which was again, a vinyl floor. <sighs> Tile. And you wouldn't be mm-hmm. ready for that. And boom, you'd fall right on your ass. In oh, the, the bathroom. bathroom. Don't yeah. hit your head on the urinal. You were in the boys' room? No, but toilet isn't as funny as urinal, a funnier word. Commode. Right. My mom, I remember my mom sitting very patiently on the carpeted bench because everything's carpeted, you know, waiting for the Bluebird Troop field trip to get over. And she was probably like addressing Christmas cards or reading the Thornbirds or something like that. And I assumed, I assumed that this was because she was old. Right. Old people mm-hmm. don't skate. They read the Thornbirds. She was probably she'd probably just turned 30. Right. right? But she was so old. But I thought to myself, I'm going to have kids like the minute I turn 18. And that way, when they go to the roller rink, I'll be like the young cool yeah. mom who's out there skating with their kids. I'll probably have on like overalls and a Bee Gees T-shirt instead of sitting on the and carpet. You'll have magically learned to skate. Birds. 
Yes, right. By that time, I'd be a really good skater. I wouldn't be holding onto the wall anymore. Yeah. That's right. Well, I was not a very good skater. And so that image of you guys talking about when we had to go off the rink floor onto the carpet, there were those cool skaters, which probably you guys were, that almost could continue their um, stride and just stick their foot up on. There was the stutter step, but they were able to kind of go very elegantly and effortlessly from rink to carpet but I had to like stop way back and then like shuffle (laughs) walk yourself along the wall yes and walk myself along the wall like walk on your skates instead of basically yeah and god forbid I ever learned how to use that big rubber stopper thing in the front to stop oh I never got that oh I could do that I was I could skate backwards of course you could I could skate forwards no 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 I couldn't do the cross thing because the crossover you know why the skates were really heavy and like I wasn't that athletic so every time I try to pick my leg up to cross over, I'd hit like the the back wheels of my right skate with the front toe of my left skate, and oh, bam, down I go. Yeah. yeah okay, you said true. skating backwards, Michelle. My brother just confessed to me that one of his biggest accomplishments in life was learning how to roller skate Fantastic. backwards. My because respect. everyone that way you could couple skate properly, right? Because right. everyone knows that the only reason that you would skate holding hands facing forward. Is because One you of can't you. skate backwards. Yeah. Right. Lame. So lame. But I hated couple skate. That's another memory of mine, you guys. Like, yeah. So I'd start going to the roller rink, you know, for skate parties, you know, birthday parties, brownie troop stuff, um, classroom parties, whatever. You know, let's say second, third grade. But, you know, couple skate becomes a thing at like fourth grade. It really did. It is. Oh, yeah. And so mm-hmm. I'm was having early. the best time. I loved all the <gasps> games. Do you guys remember all the games? So I loved all the games like the limbo and the hokey pokey. Mm-hmm. It was so fun. But oh, the hokey pokey couple skate good. would happen and the anxiety, if you're me, like there's a lot of, I was never the girl who was like, oh, great. Brad's going to come and ask me to skate. I can't never. wait. I was no. the girl that was like, I wanted a boy to ask me to skate, but I was terrified that a boy would ask me to skate. Yep. No problem. A boy never asked me, to, you know, rarely did a boy <laughs> ask me to skate. So that's when I'd be like, mm, anybody want a graveyard? Let's oh, go with it. Oh, time for hubba <laughs> yeah, bubba for the at, snack the, bar. at the snack bar. Mm-hmm. And then you suddenly have an like, urgent need for hubba right, bubba. And then I'd be like, no, I, I, I'm really thirsty. Well, and we had, um, I didn't realize that this was not a universal thing. We had the snowball, which you guys didn't know yeah, what I don't a snowball know what that was, is. but we mm-hmm. had the snowball. The snowball, let's just ratchet it up one more <laughs> notch, where you have all the girls line up on one side of the rink and the boys line up on another, and then the boys skate around mm-hmm. and pick a girl to skate with. So, you know, if you're ever wondering why young girls are basing their worth based on what boys think of them, I mean, let's just... <laughs> Let's just dial that back and see where that comes from. It was horrible. It's horrible. Let's add another four years to my therapy if I had to participate in the snowball. But also it was it was a choice to participate in the snowball. I'm assuming. Well, that's the thing. Just the just the choice alone to stand to get up and go stand against the wall was a big choice. And like you said, most of the time I manufactured an urgent need for hubba bubba. Um, but when I finally did put myself out there, I did get picked. By my friend's little brother, who was like a head shorter than me, because he was all of like eight years mm-hmm. old, and he's still like wearing his animals and stuff, <laughs> and he certainly can't skate backwards, so we're doing the hand-holding facing forward thing like a couple of lame babies. Mm-hmm. It's the only time I ever got picked, my friend's well, little brother. 
I just want to say this has been very um, cathartic for me because I thought I was the only one that manufactured reasons to not be on the rink at a certain time. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I was sure I was. Oh, I I think I'm getting a blister. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Go and like take take my. (laughs) I gotta retie my skates. Adjust my sock. I I was retying all the time Mm -hmm. and playing a lot of like pinball and Mm -hmm. stuff. So I really, I also think. The roller rink was my first opportunity to budget some money. So I got my X amount of dollars to, mm-hmm. and I had to get in and um, rent skates. Rent skates. Yeah. And then you had snacks mm-hmm. and then you had games mm-hmm. and you only had so much money and you maybe had to save a, a dime to call your parents at the end. Yeah. So can we talk a little bit though, you guys, about the games? Um, yeah, because yeah. Oh, the, games the games were a really big deal. That's That was my favorite part. Like if I was in line mm-hmm. for a graveyard at the snack bar and I heard it was time for Four Corners or Hokey Pokey, I'm out of the line. I'm back on that rink. Like I love, loved the games. Four cor- Do you guys remember Four Corners? Yes, but I could only do the Hokey Pokey. I was, that's the only, I've, otherwise I'm going to the snack. But Four Corners was I just basically a game of chance. One, two, three, four, and they would have a cone in each corner with a number. And, and when the music stopped, you had to pick a corner to go through. And then the referee would get out in the middle with this giant dice that was only said, only had one, two, three, and four on Ooh, it. We didn't have and elaborate games roll like this. the giant dice. And if it said two, all the people that had stopped at corner two were out. It was like musical chairs. So you're skating, oh, the song's oh, oh. going, and when the and DJ when stops, stops the music, you have to pick a corner to go to. Also, the referee is a huge memory of mine. Do you remember like the referee with his whistle and he'd go zigzagging around everybody? Oh, yeah. And he could do oh, all yeah. the disco skates yep. like up on his heel wheels. Yep. And, and you were always like- You kept your eye on that yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Did you guys do the thing where like you're waiting, like you've got your eye on your crush and you're waiting at the opening and you're going to try and time your entry- <laughs> To when like Scott Fenwick is coming by and then, and then, but I was not very nimble. So like sometimes I'd start my way out there and I'd be like, oh, and so then I'd turn around and go back in and wait for another circle. Okay, here it comes again. I'm going to try it again. So you could just skate by Scott Fenwick. But I could just see you because you already said you can't really skate. So here comes Scott Fenwick. He's coming around the corner, but you have to go like hold onto the wall to go out. But Scott Fenwick comes blazing by and Chris is like, nope, nope. And she turns around and goes back around the horn it's that same thing where you know how people could get off of the rink and keep going it's like those people that could effortlessly go from the carpet to the rink like i had to hold on and like get my feet on both on the rink then i'd start skating but they would kind of start on the carpet and then just stick that one leg down it's like your sea legs you need your sea legs I wanted to say, going back to the games, because there was one time I, I did shine, and it was during Ooh. the game, and I would win, but I didn't really have to do anything, because I had a friend, and her name is Cheryl Zebold. and Cheryl, if you are out there listening, or anyone that knows Cheryl, send her my way, because I'm trying to find her. She was a super good skater, and she was also my good friend, and there was um, a game where one of the skaters would be just kind of like squatted down so you're like oh yeah you can imagine so like, you yeah know, like just like your the duck or butt's yeah. almost on the ground yeah. and then the good skater would like push your back and she would sk- or she or he would skate behind you and you would race yeah and so all i kind of had to do was stay balanced and kind of lean into the curves <laughs> a little otherwise she had total control and she, she was, was the so driver good. She was driving she was, you? Yeah, she was okay. driving me, and I was just basically trying to stay on Yeah, but that's four, a lot of balance. Wheels. That's hard to, like, keep well, your weight distributed over the wheels. Like, I can yeah. see how easy that is. Because remember Shoot the Duck, where you then put one foot out? 
Yeah, I yeah, could I never do, do anything that. like no, that. No, I couldn't yeah. either. But somehow, well, the skate's too heavy. I can't get no, my yeah. foot off the ground. And maybe she was also like holding on to my shirt really tight that I couldn't fall. Like she just like was totally <laughs> like a control. tether. She's yes. got your shirt holding on. But we would win, and then we would win like a little ticket to get <gasps> something at the snack like you're the bar. fastest. Was it a race? We were the fastest. Nice. Like a giant licorice rope. Remember the go, giant Carolyn. thick licorice ropes? Oh, totally. Oh, yes. yes. And sometimes somebody would actually jump rope yeah. with it. So in April, we posted a picture of a rack of skates at a roller rink on Instagram, and we asked our society to tell us what memories it brought back using only four words. And we got, uh, oh, I don't know, 100, 175 or so, oh, just the funnest answers. But here's just a few of them. Um, pong slashes cheapskate. Actually, hey, that's me. Hang on, just Somebody a second. Somebody else went to cheapskate. Sorry. Oh, sorry. It was supposed to say slushies, and it autocorrected us. Okay, hang on. Okay, so I'm gonna hit I was like, "What are slashes?" Oh, I love my slushies. <laughs> and I was gonna say I would get slushies, yeah, slushies at yeah. cheapskate. Okay, okay here I'm we sorry. go. Pong slushies, cheapskate, the limbo, that smell. Can smell this photo. <laughs> lots of lots of <laughs> lots of um, olfactory memories of the skating mm-hmm. rink. Yeah, uh, couples skate sweaty palms. We talked about that. I love this one. Pure happiness with friends. Um, oh. oh, and this one too. Listen, Saturday afternoon with mom. Is that really? cute? She was probably eighteen. Exactly, she and was a cool mom, <laughs> yeah. and she had her baby. I have never. I can honestly say I have never in my life seen my mother on roller skates. Oh, God, no. I've been roller skating oh, with my I'm kids, safe. though. I've been roller skating and ice skating with my I kids. I have, too. Okay. Um, oh, I like this one, too. Rent a foot disease. <laughs> we didn't even think about that back then, though, did we? Oh, never. No. no. Never. Um, had my own skates. There was a lot of those that people said had my own skates. Um, oh, I like this one. My mom can drive. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, can go yes. to the rink. My mom can drive. My mom, mom can, can drive. drive. Uh, disco ball dance night. Falling yeah. bruises. Falling bruises. <laughs> Uh, my entire youth, literally. Wow. wow. Bruises, laughter, parties, friends. And then we have all skate organ music. Organ music. Yeah. Okay. That we're going to come back to okay. that because that is significant. Okay. Okay. That's very interesting. Okay. We just recently <laughs> lost our local rink, um, RIP to the roller garden. So here's the write-up in the local news source. Um, the, the roller garden is going to be closing that time capsule of a roller rink in St. Louis Park where every child of the 70s and 80s had a birthday party, a first kiss, a first heartbreak, often in the span of one Bee Gees song, will close its doors for good on May 8th. And it's funny that, so the roller garden was there for, I think it was like 60 years. It was a really long time. And so when the roller garden closed just a couple of weeks ago, all these tributes and memorials were coming out of the woodwork. And all these people who were our age, these 50-year-old women, were so sad. And this is when all these memories started coming out. And this is actually when this episode started to come alive because all of these people, all these old ladies are like, oh, remember when we used to roller skate? (laughs) Um, but rinks are closing around the nation like crazy. And when they do, they take a piece of history and culture with them. So I've been talking to you guys about the HBO documentary called United Skates, Mm -hmm. S-K-A-T-E-E, wait, S-K-A-T-E-S, United Skates. So if you've seen this documentary, you know that when a rink closes, that can be a significant blow. And when... It closes in a black community. That is a very special blow because they're taking a piece of their culture away. It's because these are communities for whom roller skating was never a fad. 
It was not a fad. They have been keeping it alive this entire time mm-hmm. in the modern era. It's never gone away. And oftentimes the cool moves that you saw on the rink or even now on, um, so roller skating is kind of exploding on TikTok and Instagram. The Oftentimes the moves that you're seeing on social media, those moves originated in the black skating community. They, wow. And roller skating even had roller rinks and roller skating even had a role in the civil rights movement when black skaters protested segregationist policies at roller rinks, which were really common. Like they would limit the certain kinds of skates you had, the certain kind of wheels that you had or the kind of music oh that was God. played. And of course, wow. you could outright ban black people altogether. Right. So they would do protests at roller rinks, of course, to be met by police brutality sigh so um when we talk about the golden age of roller skating which we're going to be doing in a minute keep that Uh in mind for some people this was not something that occupied a certain era it was here the whole time and Uh we just talk about it like it came and it went Uh yeah wow i'm gonna have to watch that documentary it's really good it's really interesting on hbo called united skates okay so the golden age of roller skating Roller skating scholars, I'm using quotation marks, (laughs) wouldn't you love to be a roller skating scholar? Um, Roller skating scholars can generally identify two eras in which there was a boom in roller skating. Between 1937 and 1950, and between, drumroll please, 1977 and 1981. And that is where roller skating starts to show up in the media. And that's my prime, you know. I'm that eight, is nine, our 10, 11. prime yeah. in yeah. all caps. That was exactly. I guess I started going a little bit earlier, like 1975 to 1982. But did you go in? You know, skating. by the time I was in, so I'm. You know, I like to remind you guys a lot. I'm a little younger. Yeah. She's uh, like no. 366 <laughs> days younger than me. <laughs> Still younger. Um, but think about it. In say, you know, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth grade, you go to the roller rink. No. I didn't. No. No. It was over. Yeah. By 84, no, 85. Spot. I didn't go to yeah. that roller rink. It was over. Mm-hmm. But we're that's we're gonna come back to that too. It's gonna be well, I'll wrap it up. Never well, mind. I wonder, I'm just looking at those dates and kind of what we just said about um our moms and our parents. Was there any kind of a connection between the fact that that was something they enjoyed doing at that age and now they're parents with children of that age? And do they say oh, I have these fond memories of roller skating. Maybe I should take my child roller skating. I don't know. Or they're uh, all in my like, house, that's a hard no. I know. Oh, okay. yeah. my I think the only reason I was there the was because of bluebirds. Yeah. Is because somebody right. else was looking for But those a field bluebird trip. leaders were the age that they would have been, you know, kids. And actually, in 19... our bluebird leader, Laura Williams' mom, she was okay. one of the cool moms who was skating. Mm. So wow. there were the moms reading the thorn birds, and yeah. then there were just you know, one or two moms that were out there well, skating. Our teachers and the were skating. skating moms were in were in charge mm-hmm. of planning the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. So in the media, we have um, we have a variety of very films in quick succession <laughs> that I love this word skates exploitation films <laughs> only because they were exploiting a time up? period. No, I saw that. I actually <laughs> found that in my in my research because they're not exploiting. Um, skaters, they're exploiting a time period. They're like, quick, yeah. roller skating is huge. Make a movie yeah. as fast as you can. So um, the first one that we looked at was Skate Town USA. And one of my favorite things to do when I'm looking at these movies, the write-ups are comedy gold. <laughs> are. So Skate Town USA. Let me just tell you what Skate mm-hmm. Town USA is Please. about. 
Please. A street gang leader challenges a handsome young skater in a championship contest at the local roller disco rink for the prize of a thousand dollars and a moped. A moped. <laughs> the best that, is the um, best handsome is who, young. The best is tell tell everyone who the the star is of the the gang. <laughs> the handsome young skater is Patrick Swayze yes. as Ace Johnson in his first film role. <laughs> First ever, and he's so cute. And he, he dances so on skates adorable. exactly like he dances on his feet in Dirty Dancing. Absolutely, he's amazing. It's a mm-hmm. thing to behold. He is amazing, and he's got this lovely feathered hair. <laughs> it's just, and the looks, the expressions on his face, like he's made for this role. Mm-hmm. He's just, he's a good face oh, actor. Yeah. The reason I love this movie so much is because it's 19... Is it 1980? 1978? 1980. Or no, it was 1979. Yes. It might have been it's filmed in 79 and released in 80. No, 79, it was 79. Skate Town, okay. So it's right in my Scott Bayo sweet spot. And I know oh, that sounds yeah. dirty and I don't care because that is right <laughs> where... That is my year. That is like, you know, I had about a four-year span of um my life was devoted to scott Bayo, and i would say 79 80 81 were the you know because this movie starred every yeah so scott Bayo, yeah so scott Bayo, but scott, scott Bayo is not yeah. he only has to sort of do the roller he he roller skates probably a little bit like i'm imagining you guys roller skate he he is yeah. kind of awkward <laughs> and he kind of walks on his skates but scott <laughs> Bayo is the manager <laughs> of maureen mccormick marcia brady and her brother um Okay, here's a rabbit hole. It also, I was going to say starred, but it's not starred. That's the improper word. Dorothy Stratton. Do you remember this name? I'm going to, I'll explain later. Yep, okay, Dor- it stars Dorothy Stratton as, in quotes, customer at snack bar, parentheses, mm-hmm. girl who orders pizza, parentheses. So <laughs> she's, that was her she role. A tragic, she's a tragedy. She, it's a tragic mm-hmm. story. Dorothy Stratton was a Playboy playmate who was brutally murdered by her husband when she was only 20 years old. She oh. is the subject of the Bob Fosse movie Star 80, starring Mariel Hemingway. And also, I just found this out, She it's also the subject of a biopic directed by Larry Wilcox from oh Chips. God. How's that for a rabbit hole, Carolyn? <laughs> That's really good. That is great. Yes. Um, I also, I learned that Marie McCormick fell back into severe cocaine addiction <gasps> on the set. Yes, because I, I guess was... it was just a playground, just a total playground. <sighs> and this guy, this guy, is, it's often referred to as one of the worst movies ever made. But there was a guy on oddculture.com who says it's actually one of the best 70s time capsules around. There's just something about a slutty Marsha eating drugged pizza with a bearded horseshack. <laughs> oh, yeah, because horseshack is Oh, that's right, because horseshack. horseshack. That's horseshack. right. And so is um, Flip Wilson. Oh, yeah, Flip Wilson. That's right. Everybody, everybody's in Star this movie. Star-studded. But it bombed. It totally bombed, despite the t- the fact that they were trying to, like, hit the wave of roller disco, because it premiered two and a half months after Disco Demolition Night. If you recall what Disco no. Demolition Night, we we talked about it in episode four in the um, episode how deep. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you meant like a roller skating de- disco demolition. No, oh, yeah. this oh. was the thing in Chicago right, right. where they destroyed all mm-hmm. the the, the sure. disco yeah. records, and so disco was on its decline. And rah, rah, Skate Town USA comes out just as disco is declining. It only made two point three million dollars, and that's it. But you know what? They did have the, the uh, bubble machine from the Lawrence Welk show. Oh my goodness. Well, um, Roller Boogie, which mm-hmm. was another um, skate, how skate, do I say that? Skate exploitation film. film. 
it actually did a lot better than that. Yeah, it did. It made a lot of money mm-hmm. and was a hit with people our of our age at that time. Everybody ran to see it. Um, it has, did you know this, Caroline? It has a rare 0% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. <gasps> I did see that. that Are crazy? you kidding? 0%. Me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I also saw that the, um, in the, um, the Razzies put out a book and it is, it is listed in the top 100 most enjoyable bad films oh. ever made. I just love that that's a category. I do too. Isn't that great? Mm-hmm. Yes. That, most that should be a podcast episode. A beautiful thing. I totally agree. The most enjoyable bad films of all mm-hmm. time. Okay, but that's here, right. this is our write-up again. Comedy Gold. Two characters, Bobby James and Terry Barkley, fall in love while boogie skating to disco music. <laughs> I'm the like, end? did my dad write <laughs> that, that or something? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, there's oh. more. There's more. Along the way, they must thwart a powerful mobster and compete in a boogie contest. So number one, what is a boogie contest? Like, because it's not, I don't know. What is boogie? And two, how are those two things related? How are the mobsters and the boogie contest related? But this is the best part. This is the best part. Terry goes home and has a row with her mother. She wants to give up her dreams of being a classical flautist to win a roller disco contest at the beach. Her mother is shocked, enough so that she needs a Valium. (laughs) Well, a couple things with that. Her mother... Is played by Beverly Garland. Does anyone <gasps> no, remember who I Beverly do. Garland is? I do. I'm raising my yeah. hand. Okay, who would she that be, She is the new wife on My Three Sons. Yes, Barbara Douglas. Oh. Barbara Douglas. Yeah. Yes. So when Shut I saw her, her, I thought, oh. Um, and it has the class since I did get to watch it last night with my daughter, who is 17, and we had a good time <laughs> watching. But it, it has the classic plot line of... Terry, who lives in Beverly Hills with her wealthy, <clears throat> excuse me, family. And then Bobby, right, who's kind of on the other side of the tracks. He's kind of the street skater. Oh, the f- it's Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It is Romeo and Juliet. And she wants to give up her flute career to be this um, roller skater. And he, his dream is to be an Olympic roller skater. Oh. Is that a thing? In the they movie it was. I don't no, think it's a real know. thing. That's not real. And so they have this torrid romance, and the, they get rid of the mobster who wanted to take over Jammers, the roller rink. <laughs> and then they lovingly say goodbye at the end. They break up so he can pursue his Olympic dreams. And I think she goes back to f- flouting or fluting or whatever you do with a flute. <laughs> and her head spins around. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And the most notorious roller skating movie of all time. <laughs> Okay, that's not that is for real, man, because the movie was a huge flop, but the soundtrack went double platinum. Well, there you go. But it had exactly. a lot of did it have a lot of stars in it? No. It only had <laughs> ONJ. We've got our Olivia Newton John. We've got our Gene oh, Kelly. Oh, that's right. That's the, the last one with movie Gene Kelly, Gene Kelly right. was ever in. Huge flop is a really, really bad movie. But it is um it is worth it because it's so iconic. And because the right. soundtrack is amazing. But it went on to become a Broadway play. And the play was super successful. Oh, yeah. They say the play is way better than the movie. But I think this is the most important part, the most important little factoid about Xanadu. Xanadu was the inspiration for the creation 
of the Golden Raspberry Award for the worst movie of the year. <laughs> Were they like, this movie is so bad, we've got to mm-hmm. give it an award? Yes. So the very first Golden Raspberry ever given was at a double feature of Xanadu and Can't Stop the Music. We need to talk about the the episode that on YouTube says the most 70s scene <laughs> of the 70s. And it's oh a Chips, and TV history. And TV history. It's much. a Chips episode. Yeah. And it is the what? It's the it's the stars on stars on benefit well, it's for, called. We have a write up for this okay, one please. too, which I'll share. First of all, I'll tell you that um, my husband almost canceled our credit card yesterday when he got an alert on his phone that said there was an Amazon purchase for something called Chips Roller Disco, <laughs> and so he was like, "Oh no, somebody stole our card!" <laughs> I'm like, really? That, dude, that I was, was about me. to say he doesn't know I you that. that. Well. I bought that. Um, okay, so here's the write-up for the episode of Chips called Roller Disco. Poncharello is head of the CHP Entertainment Committee for the annual Skate with the Stars charity. Thieves on roller skates create problems for John and Ponch. Thieves on roller skates. And when skates. I said that, Mike automatically started acting it out. He knew it. He was like, oh, yeah, and then they pop out their skates, and the rollers come out, the wheels come out, and they are <laughs> skating away, and John and Ponch chase after them. Chock full of every star, oh my God. young and old, everybody listening, please do yourselves a favor and go on YouTube. Go find And just this. put in you, Chip's roller yes, skating, yes. and you will thank us. The, from, yeah. the, from the way they're grooving on skates to the to the outfits, but more importantly, for the <laughs> list of stars you're about to see. It's like a roll call. They, it's, oh. The whole clip is just a roll call of stars. They're like, we've got Melissa Sue Anderson. Tonight you can boogie with Joanne Worley, Tina Louise, Michael Paul, Ruth Buzzy, Susan Richardson. They're all on skates tonight. Dick Van Patten, Adam Rich, Brett Summers, Vivian Blaine, and Tony Goodman. So come on, everybody. <laughs> I'm totally, I'm Lee Merriweather. If you watch yes, Lee, Lee Merriweather, you're like, don't fall down. Be careful. <laughs> Careful. And then there's Earl Holloman, who's like really got some moves. I mean, he can really like yeah. do the dance. You got Dick Van Bridges, and Adam Rich. Yes, Dick Van Patten. And then some of them are not on skates. No, like, I don't think Dick Van Patten. Cheating. Yeah, because they're doing like the Soul Train thing where you skate down the middle, yeah. and then Joanne Worley comes without skates on. She's trying yeah. to dance down the middle, and you're like, oh, she couldn't. But skate. you guys, how did they get all those people? Because on the one hand. You know, know, were they all on the same network as Chips? Probably not. There's too many of them. Um, Oh, but the best part, you just said um, Adam Rich. The best part is Nicholas Bradford (laughs) skating with his shirt unbuttoned to his belly button (laughs) like he's freshly waxed or something. (laughs) He's like, he's like four. I don't know. How old is he? He's eight. He's not eight. He was probably a teenager at the time. No, there's no way because he's holding <laughs> on to somebody's hand like with his hand in the air. I swear. <laughs> but he was short, Kristen. He was so little. He was so little. Okay, the music at the roller rink though is a really big is a really big driver. It's more important even than we think. You know, we all have our favorite songs and things like that. But just listen to this. So okay. in the first era of the first boom, the first golden era of roller skating, the music played at the rink was organ music. Um, there was usually a big pipe organ at the rink. So when that person said amongst their four words, they said something about organ music and mm-hmm. we were like, huh, what? Well, I don't know if that person was older or if that rink just had a pipe organ that was left over. But they were usually playing kind of waltzy type music, which is very glidey. 
right? That's glidey mm-hmm. kind of music, if you think about the waltz. The second golden age paralleled the rise of disco. So you'd think these two types of music aren't related at all, but they are because they share a cyclical I'm making a circle with my hands. They share a cyclical rhythm. Both of them lend themselves to gliding mm-hmm. and swooping, right? It's just not as easy to glide and swoop to rock and roll music. It's just not. The beat is too spontaneous. So it makes sense that with the rise of hair metal and grunge, you saw a dip in roller skating as well. Why couldn't they oh. just keep playing disco music? Well, that's what this girl wanted. Yeah. For sure. Well, it was because of that demolition DJ. Oh, yeah, yeah, because of the asshole in Chicago. Yeah. But also keeping in mind that roller skating was not a fad in the black community, right? Where R&B, hip-hop, soul music, that music is front and center. So the roller skating never went away in some of those black communities. So this just shows how music is a vital current that sustains roller skating. Mm -hmm. It kind of rises and falls on music that is glidey and swoopy. But when we asked people, like, what are you... We just you just bring up the topic of roller skating, and generally what they bring up first is the music. They start throwing out names of songs, right? That just sort of supports the theory. And we we three immediately first we said we were going to each pick our top five roller skating songs. Then I was like, oh my god, screw that! That's not enough. It's not enough. We need a top ten or top nineteen, because um, <laughs> I may have. So, and then we also asked our Instagram followers for their top roller skating songs too. So we'll share those. Do you guys want to share your top 10? I don't know how many I have here because as um, you all know, but as the listeners don't know, I lost all of my notes and my computer and <laughs> my computer ate all of my notes right before we recorded. So I'm going from memory here. Um, okay. So okay. my number one is not as much because it was my favorite song to skate to, but it's because of the memory tied to it, which I already shared. And so that's YMCA. Also a great sc- mm-hmm. song to skate to. With Miss Toth. With Miss Toth. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love um, S-A-T-U-R-D-A-Y. I still love that song. I listen to that song a lot. Me too. Celebration, Cool in the Gang. Staying mm-hmm. alive. That's the way. Uh huh. Uh huh. I like it. I uh-huh, like uh-huh. it. Uh-huh, Another uh-huh. Bee Gees jive talking. That's a great one to skate to. You got to kind of do the little moves when you're listening to jive talking. Yeah. Even I can do yeah. that. I'm not like mm-hmm. the cat finding its way out of Loved the sack. Loved Disco one. Inferno. You just have to cut yep. me out. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I also have written <laughs> down um, Funky Town. I will survive. Mm. Um, and then my 80s picks that, because I did go to roller skating parties like from 80 to, you know, 80, 81. Love mm-hmm. You Dropped a Bomb on Me by the Gap Band. You dropped a bomb on me, baby. You dropped a bomb on me. Love. The Gap Band. I forgot about them. And Let It Whip by the Daz Band. Oh, Those were really fun Those songs. are good picks. Yeah. Those are mine. Those are good picks. I have a lot of the same ones that Michelle had. I've got... um Saturday Night, YMCA, really Casey and the Sunshine Band, any of their hits mm-hmm, would yeah. have been my roller yeah. rink um, jive. So um, Shake Your Booty, oh, yeah. um, Get Down to Oh, that's such a good one. Uh, and then one that I found that I recall, but also made its way into not only um, Roller Boogie, but Skate Town USA was Boogie Oogie Oogie. Boogie Get Oogie. Down. Boogie. Yeah. Boogie. Oh, I love that one. Yes. Yeah. So that was um, obviously a very popular roller rink hit. Um, 
When I Need You by Leo Sayer was oh, one of these. Oh, the couple skates. Couple skates. When I need you, just close my eyes and I'm with you. The Star Wars theme, because that was prime oh, Star yes. Wars time. Yes, you're um, right. Yeah, I remember skating to that, too. Mm-hmm. And then did they play the cantina theme, too? Yeah, that, 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 that usually went together. Reunited. I'm probably oh, gone past yes. Oh, yes. Snowball. Yeah, classic. And then anything Donna Summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of made it for me. So, You're yeah, segueing perfectly for me because Bad Girls was a big mm. one for me. Bad Girls was a big roller skating song. And then I had Disco Inferno, like Michelle, Nights on Broadway by the Bee Gees. Oh, And then this one is funny. Okay. Take Your Time, Do It Right by the SOS Band. Sing it. Is that the title? Sing it, sing it. Baby, we can do it. Take your time, do it, do right. it right. We can do it, baby. Do it tonight. Mom's driving me to the roller rink, and I'm like, we're listening to it on the radio, and I'm singing along. And my mom says to me, "Well, what are they gonna do?" <gasps> yeah, and I was like, "Dance, <laughs> duh, duh, duh. Yeah, they're gonna dance." Mom, she's just checking. Well, yeah, just but man, she laid it on the line for you there. What if? Mm-hmm. What would she what have done if, if they gonna if do? Would have come back and said the intercourse. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, Linda. Don't you know anything? (laughs) I got to just on that line, and we can take this out, but I remember once saying that something sucks. Like, you know, my mom said, go clean your room. And I'm like, that sucks. And she said, sucks what? (gasps) What does it suck? Ooh, really? Yeah, right in my face. And you didn't know, right? I think I maybe had an idea. I didn't know the worst part. My mom banned that. We weren't allowed to say it, but I I didn't know why. Yeah, we weren't either. I didn't know why I couldn't say sucks. Why is that a bad word? I mean, yeah. I know now, I don't think but I knew I didn't. that till I was like twenty nine. <laughs> right. <Yes. laughs> um, okay. SOS band, do it right. Okay. Uh, Boogie Wonderland. Oh, Boogie Wonderland. Boogie Wonderland. Uh huh. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Shake your body down to the ground I by love the Jacksons. That Let's song. dance. Let's shout. Boom. Dance. Shake shout. Shake your body down to the ground. I think mm-hmm. you're supposed shout, to go down shout. to the ground. Yes, too. that's why I yeah. liked it because I could go down <laughs> and stay right? down. I could go forward, but I could, could you go get down. Back up? You had, yeah, I can get up. You had no problem going yeah. down, staying down. No, I can just go. Stop now. <laughs> Stop now. <laughs> okay. Um, SOS by ABBA. Oh yeah. I actually heard that song for the first time at the roller rink. Um, Rapper's Delight. But I also think that maybe, like, am I thinking it's Rapper's Delight or am I thinking of Good Times? Because, of course, Rapper's Delight samples Good Times. I said a hip hop, a hip, a hip, a hip, a hip, hip hop, you don't stop the rocket to the bang, bang, boogie, say up, jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie to beat. It was the first song to ever sample another song mm. to huh. steal, as really? it were. And it took from Good Times, yeah. Um, La Freak. I don't even know the words. And my hard number one. Hard these are these are really in no order except for my number one. And my hard number one is Taste of Honey. Boogie Oogie Oogie. That 
baseline is like the best baseline ever written. Get down, boogie, oogie, oogie. Okay, but then I have I have some appendices, right? Oh, to my top ten. Of course you, you do. Right. No such thing as I a have top appendices. ten with you. Right, there isn't. That's a hard one. So you have some. You have the snowball songs. Pretty much anything by the Commodores. Sail on by the Commodores. Still oh, by the Commodores. Right. Uh, yes. Um, I write the songs. Was a snowball song mm. for me. Oh. And Angel of the Morning oh, by Juice I love Newton. That song. Oh, that was a snowball song. But then there were some weird oddballs that would be played that people loved. They really loved them, but they were not swoopy and glidey songs. And those two are The Devil Went Down to Georgia. (laughs) That did get played all the time. It did. But, you know, maybe it's that that frantic violin solo that really was kind of glidey. And the other one is Thank God I'm a Country Boy. I don't remember that being played there. Oh, I don't and I think I remember, I remember people just clapping along. Like, this was a clapping song. Yeah. Okay, so from our Instagram people, this is a long list. I'm just going to go fast. We Got the Beat, Don't Go Breaking My Heart, ABC, Night Fever, Staying Alive, Boogie Nights, Separate Ways, Walk Like an Egyptian, Super Freak, Babe, I'm Leaving. Um, Rock oh, With yes. You by Michael Jackson. I have, this is so funny. I wrote down An Everlasting Gib. <laughs> oh. <laughs> An Everlasting Love by Andy yes. Gibb. Um, Good Times by Chic. Disco Duck. Knock Three Times. Don't Bring Me Down. Mm-hmm. Eye of the Tiger. Celebration. Sailing. I don't know. That would be Christopher mm-hmm. Cross, right? There's our Another One Bites the Dust. Let the Music Play. Turn to Stone by ELO. What is Love? Uh, anything by Donna Summer. Love Walks In by Van Halen. That's an interesting pick. The Stroke by Billy Squire. I do remember that <laughs> Yeah, that's that a one. great song. Yeah. That one. Cold as Ice by Foreigner. Freeze Frame. <sighs> I Love Rock and Roll. Billy Jean. Jump Shout Boogie. YMCA. Crazy Little Thing Called Love. Skateland USA. Is that a song? Maybe they just were remembering that. like the movie. We love the movie. Maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, that could be. Um, Brick House. Mm. My Eyes Adored You. Knock Through to I already said that one. Heart of Glass. Xanadu. Uh, keep it coming, love. Yeah. Keep it. Uh, Saturday night, locomotion, slow ride. That cracks me locomotion. up. Slow ride. Funky town, boogie nights. Let the music play. That one. Okay, rich girl, staying alive. I love the nightlife. He's so shy. And the far out winners, the songs that got mentioned the most were Saturday night, YMCA, and Brick House. A lot of Brick House. A lot of people. She's on a brick. Yeah. House. I remember uh, Babe definitely being couple skate. I can just feel Babe, the I can feel yeah. the anxiety building right now. Just imagining <laughs> yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, there's some physical sensation I get when I hear that too. I do love oh, that song. God. It's a great song. Seriously. Well, um, I wanted to share that I have a um, I have a friend who answered that. I put it on my Facebook, and she actually had two answers because she did have an organ that played at her roller rink. Oh, and so really? she had, when our rink had the organ player, her favorite song was Crocodile Rock. Oh, and then yeah, because it starts it with an a, organ. A DJ, it was Crazy Train. <gasps> so Ozzy Osbourne. So there is just like, you can see it's bleeding over mm-hmm. into, although Crazy Train was a 70s song, but the style of everything mm-hmm. was changing. So if you really want to experience the music of your roller rink, the one in 1978, or if you want to experience this episode, you need to watch a movie called Roll Bounce. Have you guys no. heard of this? 
I just found it. I just found it when I was looking for stuff to watch. It's a coming-of-age comedy made in 2005 about a group of young friends at the roller rink that is chock full of roller skate jams. Chock full. It is every one of those songs that we just mentioned. It's it's not a perfect movie, <laughs> but it's really, really cute, you guys. It's so cute. It's basically like Crooklyn, if you remember the movie Crooklyn, at a roller what, rink. It, where did you find it? On Amazon, okay. I found it. And it made me miss roller yeah. skating so much. And when it was over, I felt like, I was like, I can't believe I've wasted so much time not roller skating. Well, it's all about to change like, because yeah. we're going to cheapskate in a couple few right. weeks. <laughs> Don't worry, Kristen. We'll get you back on skates and we'll videotape the whole Dreams thing. Dreams can come true. I know. It's true. And I'm going to like, I'm going to get some wrist guards. I'm going to get yeah. a helmet. Where yeah, are your wrist guards, careful. you guys? Where are yes. your wrist guards? Yes. This, it oh could end badly for us, but we're going to give it a go. Thank you for listening, everybody. And be careful. <laughs> be careful out there. Yes, definitely. And we want you to join us next time for our 70s Time Travel Book Club, where we'll answer the question, if you could go back in time and meet your 10-year-old self, would you do it? And if you enjoy our conversations, please, please, please subscribe where you listen and even where you don't listen. Um, we'd appreciate it so much if you also leave a review and click those stars. And please share our podcast with friends um, and follow us on social media. We're at Pop Culture Preservation Society and we have lots of fun. In the meantime, let's raise our glasses for a toast. Courtesy of Jack Tripper, Chrissy Snow and Janet Wood. Two good times. Two happy days. Two happy days. Oh, no. Oops. <laughs> Please just end it when there. you ever? Please just end it there. <laughs> to Little House on the Prairie. Cheers, we're out. Cheers. Cheers. I'm sorry. I think I was almost in, we had harmony going on there. That was really good. I'm sorry. Do you want to leave it or do you want to do it again? Let's do it again just in case. Uh, And you can 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 decide. decide. You can decide. Okay. Okay. Two good times. Two happy days. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. fuck. Okay. Did you say Shazba? What did you say? No, but I'm going to start saying Shazba. Uh, oh my gosh, no. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Two good times. Two happy days. I can't do it. You guys, I can't do it. To Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> Cheers. 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 Please, one of those. Oh, my God. Oh. oh. Please I use like all sorry. of them. I like having Please them. use right. all of them. <laughs> oh, my gosh. My face hurts. Oh. Information, opinions, and comments expressed on the Pop Culture Preservation Society podcast belong solely to me, the Crushologist, and Carolyn and Hello Newman, and are in no way representative of our employers or affiliates. And though we truly believe we are always right, I guess there's always a first time. The PCPS is written, produced, and recorded at Modern Well, a woman-centered co-working space in Minneapolis, Minnesota, home of the fictional WJM Studios and our beloved Mary Richards. Nanu Nanu, keep on trucking, and may the force be with you. We get a happy feeling when we're singing a song